0: Hello everyone. I'm Tina Barton, director of the Adam Art Gallery and co-curator of the In Relation exhibition and we're here today at the end of the Upper Chartwell Gallery for the very last of the lunchtime readings that I've been giving over the course of this exhibition. We're sitting amongst three large-scale photographs that show Peter Roche and Linda Boes in performance at RKS Art in Auckland on Thursday the 21st of October in 1982. They're sitting on chairs opposite each other with a considerable gap between them, and for the course of the performance they stay motionless except for lifting their arms in a kind of greeting, but they sit there with their eyes shut for over an hour. I'm going to be reading the raw notes made by Winston Kernow after witnessing this event and his published essay on this particular performance. I've decided to read both because I love the transition from the very raw record to the published account. I think in the first case his writing down of what happened in his notebook by hand is a way of getting out what he witnessed and saw and how he felt, whereas the published text, which was published in the New Zealand Listener in 1983, is a much more polished performance, and of course it rethinks Peter and Linda's work and interprets it as a way of conveying to readers what he understands performance art to be. So bear with me as I start um, off firstly with Wiston's raw notes. I'll only be reading a section of them and then I'll be switching to the published text. So now notes by Wiston Kernow. Peter Roche and Linda Boas at RKS, October 21, Thursday, 8 p.m. Arrived about 8.15, though the invitation said 8. Same clock on the card, but no hands, just the 8 mark ringed. The invitation, I assumed, was not personalised as to arrive time. Never know quite what first to expect. Previous times at RKS, I'd found myself running into the performer straight off, Linda at the top of the stairs to the left, brightly lit, one foot flat on the wall behind her, staring ahead. Interferences. And last time, the two of them in the middle of the doorway, right there. They were friendly enough, mind you, and brushing past, Peter had said, how are you?" though he was the host and it was his party and we were his guests. And this was a party. I remember liaison, Peter and Linda, either side of the doorway that time and brushing past and into the room where the wine was like at a regular opening and back again to, oh at the Grafton Arts Centre. And the party was for the audience to relax them perhaps to ease into the work. But on this occasion it's no preliminary. I just walked into the large gallery and there's a table with booze on it. Villa Maria, Madeira Port, DB Club Beer, Husser Vodka, Orange Juice, Sauvignon Blanc and Montana Von Muller Turgau. some glasses, a tray, an ashtray, about a dozen people there already, drinking, smoking, some talking quietly, some sitting, still watching, some standing behind the table. Peter and Linda, I took in at a glance. They were over there, opposite the table, brightly lit. Linda on the left sat on a chair, facing Peter more or less, holding out her hand in his direction more or less. She's wearing white pants, socks and sneakers, her feet tucked up, soles flat against the front legs of the chair. She has on a red sloppy pullover and her blonde hair is tied back. Her hand held out, she seems to be getting tired. Peter is sitting to the right, facing Linda, although a little to the audience as well. He too is in white trousers, socks and sneakers white shirt and a plain red tie pretty much the same as Linda's sweater he looks snappy but less formal less natty than on the last occasion when the tie was black his hair is short still dark but not black not neatly combed he sits on an identical chair but his feet are flat on the floor firmly planted there linda holds out her right hand with the gold ring. Her left nests in her lap. Peter holds out right hand, his palm to the audience. They are at least six feet apart and both have their eyes closed. They could be wanting to shake one another by the hand. That's to say they've got the right hands out for that. But they do not see one another. They're not within reach. The way they hold out their hands is quite distinct and indicative of sexually related roles. Peter is snappy, sharp and looks and he whips his hand firmly out, arms straight, fingers together, pointing straight and thumb up. Almost rigid, clean, firm, assured movement. There is an intentness about the set of his face. Linda is softer and looser. She's not so much holding her hand out to be shaken as to be held, kissed even. She holds it higher, holds it up to a taller person, a man. It is limp at the wrist. The fingers curl inwards so that the hand is something to enter, to be wrapped in, not something to lock with, clamp onto, as with Peter. And she keeps holding it out, much longer than he does, as if she wants, needs to have her hand taken. Peter, however, will remove his hand after a short while. He's not going to go out of his way. Linda's arm tires, her hand droops. She lifts up again. It's hard, she gives up. She has to stop wanting. Her face has a different set. It is more relaxed, more passive, but it can register pain, effort, need. The routine doesn't change really, not for the hour I was there anyway. And that's about enough time for everything to sink in. I'm gonna stop there in terms of the notes that Whiston made and move now to the piece he published in the New Zealand Listener, in the arts pages on February 26, 1983. A fine how do you do? Late last year, I got an invitation in the mail for a performance by Peter Roche and Linda Bose at RKS Art. That's a gallery, not a theater, and this was an art performance, not a theatrical performance. What is an art performance? It's when you're invited as to an opening and it costs nothing as exhibitions cost nothing when you get there. Actually that's not a definition which will stand much scrutiny even though it does fit all 18 of Roche and Bosse's performances. It's a start. I arrive at 8.15 a bit late. Not a problem I figured since there's seldom much action as such. What there is is usually repeated many times over. When I entered the gallery space, the performers were seated as you see them in the photographs. I took them in at a glance. Opposite them in the half light was the audience, seated on the floor or standing around a table that normally stood in the middle of the room. On it were glasses, ashtrays and bottles, Villa Maria Port, Hassa Vodka, DB Club, Montana von Siedler, muller Turgau, and a carafe of orange juice. Help yourself. So we got a drink, we lit up, we even talked some. Quietly, mind you. It was as if the performers were not demanding, insisting upon our attention, with the result that we gave it the more freely when we did. They seemed to also be hosts just as the performance seemed also a social occasion. Of course, social occasions can be thought of as real life performances. Witness Peter Roche and Linda Bose caught in what we might call a greeting ritual. You can tell a lot from a person's handshake. Peter Roche looks sharp. I like the way he thrusts out his hand straight from the shoulder, fingers together, Thumb up, forceful, masculine Notice he doesn't hold it out too long A take it or leave it attitude Linda Bose, on the other hand, holds hers out until it drops Hers is not a hand to clamp onto, lock into, shake Her wrist is rather limp Her fingers curl so that hers is a hand to enter To be wrapped in, a hand to be held, kissed She holds it up as if to someone standing, a man most likely. The ritual is, of course, incomplete. They aren't, after all, greeting one another. There's no one there to respond. Perhaps they're rehearsing the gesture with their eyes closed, mentally picturing its recipient. Also on the table were two thin, handsomely bound books Embossed on the front cover of each were the words, I hold out my hand, and on the back, please take it. Each contained three mounted photographs of Peter Roche in one case and of Linda Bose in the other, which, as the words suggest, represented an action parallel to that of the performance. However, in the photos, The artists, instead of being side on to the viewer, directly face him or her. I thought about that request, please take it. In either case, it was the distinction between art and life which prevented one from answering it. You can't shake hands with an image or with a performer in the middle of his performance. Later, Roche and Bose said how emotionally drained they felt after sitting with their eyes closed in public for over an hour. It was also disturbing having to sit and watch for that length of time, two people blindly and repeatedly making a single social gesture. In the event, one or two members of the audience, myself included, crossed the no man's land between audience and art briefly broke that frame and shook hands with each of them, briefly. That was an intense moment, one which I believe the work permitted. What this performance did was to isolate a single social gesture from the syntax of day-to-day interaction in such a way as to compel us to consider its resonances, its possible contexts. The sentence I made by my action did not return me to the day-to-day. It was too unspecific, too rich an experience for that. End of the article. And that is the end of my reading. Thank you all for being here.